Welcome to the Funeral Nation Web Show, the best effing web show. Welcome everybody to episode number 16 of the Funeral Nation Web Show. 16, I don't know how we do that with fingers, but we're on episode 16. This is our second full episode of 2016. We have declared that this year will be the year that we focus hard on F and change and F and hustle. So we're going to be posting quite a bit of content around that. So make sure you're following those hashtags on social media, hashtag F and change and F and hustle. Jeff, who do we have on the show today that's really going to uh, epitomize what F and hustle and F and change are? Well, uh, we're going to have a guy on here that if, uh, when you hear the amount of children he has and what he's doing and accomplishing in his life, it's unbelievable. Number two, after that, um, if you'll notice, I am barehanded. There's no cigar. There's no drink. I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. And this fine establishment here at the hotel would let me do it. So uh, you can rest assured I had it uh, during the weekend <laughs> celebrating down here. Anyway, we'll have a spotlight on the funeral director from Baltimore, Maryland, and the what? the funeral segment is going to be pretty interesting talking about online casket sales. So Ryan, what's the uh, buzz around this week? Well, Jeff, I just got back late last night uh, from the ICCFA wide world sales. It was my first time attending that conference. And I got to say, I was pretty impressed with the quality of funeral director was there, the, the educational tracks. Um, look, it wasn't a convention. It's not, there's no booze. There's no exhibits. It is, hardcore two days full of seminars and quality speakers, quality conversation, quality topics, um, two tracks, uh, one for sales, one's for management. Um, but you know, ideally, um, you know, they attract a lot of managers and owners. I, I would say the attendance was, was split 50, 50 with, with cemetery and, and funeral homeowners. Um, but I got to say, Jeff, the conversation, I went to the welcome reception and then just the buzz and networking with people really was on the change that's happening in the profession. Every speaker talked about the changing demographics of who, who we're serving, the changing uh, tendencies and the way that, that families research and engage funeral mm -hmm. homes. So, you know, I, I think we're dead on when we talk about this F and change and F and hustle. And I got to say the funeral director's and cemeterians that were at this conference, the ICCFA Wide World Sales, uh, they were hustling. I mean, there was a lot of conversations. There were a lot of meetings uh, aside from the tracks. It was just, you know, one of those hardcore networking events that um, I'm not going to miss from here on out. That's cool. That's cool. Well, yeah, we've got the ICCFA coming up as well. Yeah. And, and it, funny you say that, we're going to have, their CEO on here to chat about it. So I think they're really getting something good there. Absolutely. So uh, who brought our, uh, our new segment to us today, Ryan? Our new segment was brought to us by at need credit at need credit payment plans for at need families. Uh, and Jeff, I hear they're rolling out new plans shortly. So make sure uh, and check out their website at needcredit.com. Who so is we, our guest today, Mr. Um, Funeral Commander? I'm excited. We're going to have uh, our guest today, Steve Zittle, who's president and CEO of G2 Funeral Group, has created the Touchpoints Funeral Home Operating Platform. Um, G2 also owns Family Choice Funerals and Cremation. Steve is the president of Select Cremation and Burials, 
He's an embalming instructor at the local uh, funeral science college. And well, he also will be able to tell you about his main job. So uh, let's go ahead and roll that tape interview. Steve, welcome to the Funeral Nation TV show. Uh, you have quite a list of credentials and uh, funeral resume. However, your most important job is your side stuff, uh, not in the industry. Share with us a little bit about you. Well, I'm the uh, husband of a lovely wife. We've been married uh, a little over 25 years. Uh, we have Thank you. We have uh, 13 children, uh, all ours. And I uh, have two sons-in-law and two grandsons. So um, that keeps me pretty busy as well. Being a full-time wow. husband, dad, and grandfather. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so tell us a little about the funeral. You're the uh, CEO of G2. That's the funeral group. Tell us a little bit about what you guys do. Well, G2 is a, a company that owns and operates uh, the Family Choice Funerals and Cremations brand, as well as the Touchpoints operating system for funeral homes. Uh, which we're very excited about. So we do a little bit of, of a lot of different things. Wow. Sounds like it, Steve. And you know what, Steve, the, kicking off 2016 last week with our first episode, um, one of the things we're touting this year is F and change and F and hustle. And you seem to be the poster boy for that. So share with us how Touchpoints is different from any other operating platform in the funeral industry and uh, how it has attributed success to your business. Well, you know, as anybody who's been to a convention can, can tell, there are a lot of good software programs out there for funeral homes and, and some, some good methods out there. But I think what Touchpoints does is it's, it's a little bit more comprehensive. Uh, rather than just focusing on the back office or the accounting piece or the arrangements piece, uh, Touchpoints covers everything about the funeral home operations from uh, opening the doors in the morning to uh, dealing with uh, phone calls and shoppers and, and how those are handled all the way through the arrangements and, and everything that goes on in the funeral home. Uh, I, I think in addition to that, it, it, it includes some, some training functions and, and also other management functions that I think are, are lacking in the, the industry today, but uh, we're pretty excited about it. Cool. It sounds like Touchpoints is an accountability tool. And one of the biggest gripes I hear from owners and managers out in the field that once the arrangement door closes, the problems start. Um, give us some example where your model has changed this issue. Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, everybody knows how important it is to abide by the FTC funeral rule and to make sure that families have the uh, not only have your general price list in hand, but have it at the right time during the arrangement process. So you have to mm -hmm. they have to give that to them before we even start talking about arrangements. Um, that's one area where with, with our touch points arrangement uh, system, um, everyone is, as far as directors, are conditioned and programmed to give that out at the beginning. Uh, they can't really get around it just because of the way it's set up. So we're able to monitor that and make sure that every, every time a family's uh, making arrangements, we know that they're getting that GPL in hand. It also standardizes uh, the arrangements and makes it consistent from family to family so that even though a family might be seeing different directors, they're still getting the same exact information. We, we don't want to raise robots. Each of our directors is, is free to use their own personality in it. Uh, but from a management side, it's great that I know exactly what 
um, information every family's getting and how they're, it's being presented. Wow. Well, Steve, knowing what's being said and what's being, you know, uh, presented outside of touch points, you guys do a lot of different training. Um, it's become a, a big part of your business and something that's really, frankly, missing in a lot of funeral homes that we talk to out in the field. So tell us, you know, a little bit about the training that you do, how you train your team and uh, on what and how often. Well, we're, we're big believers in training and, and it's ironic that, you know, the top professional golfers in the world all carry coaches with them on their staff. And, and uh, I was reading yesterday about Phil Nicholson um, losing $5,000 to a 17 year old kid in Australia on a practice round. Um, it's kind of funny that, you know, somebody like Phil Mickelson does practice rounds, but uh, you know, even golfers and, and athletes and the military, they're all very active in training. But in our industry, we, we just kind of figure once you get a license, you know, just hang it on the wall and then, you know, go, go at it. And uh, we don't need constant training like everybody else. And, and uh, we just, we think that that's a, a wrong attitude to have. So we train, we try to train daily. Um, as best we can, you know, sometimes the, the fires start early in the morning and, and, you know, go throughout the day and just can't get to it in a given day. But we try to condition it so that it's part of our operating that we train on something every day. And that could be any part of touch points, any part of the, uh, the system that we have. Um, but another thing that's really valuable from the management side is if something goes wrong in, the, in a given day, um, we can go back and, and have that as an opportunity to go back and train on that very area. Cool. So like the door opening and closing. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you're, you're being <laughs> exactly. That's good. See, there's a perfect example. I bet you didn't train on that. This you can, you can bet that something's going to go not according to plan. So if, <laughs> That's you, have, right. if That's you have right. the agenda and you have your plan in place, you can just get right back on the horse. There you go. Well, look, uh, you're a new partner in a new venture called select cremation. And it's different from cremation societies and other operations. How so? Well, first of all, we, we are a licensed funeral home by, by our state and uh, where we operate, which I think is important. You know, we've heard about the stories with, uh, um, I won't mention them, but there's a, there's a nationwide group out there that's uh, trying to operate nationally um, and, and has gotten in some trouble uh, through the Internet. But we're a licensed funeral home, number one. But secondly, we operate completely online. So we're different from the other funeral homes in our area in that uh, families don't have to come into the funeral home. Um, it eliminates a lot of overhead for us and uh, makes the operations go a little bit smoother um, when we don't have to worry about staff and facilities and meeting with families uh, in person. Wow. So it's been, it started out as an experiment, and uh, it's, it's worked out so well. We're going to keep it as a nice little business. Right, and that's something too that you're reaching out to other funeral homes, possible, possible in the franchise partnership type, in other that's areas. Right. That's right. That's right. Interesting. Cool. Well, how about this, Steve? When, when do you sleep? You effing hustle, brother. <laughs> well, so, I mean, um, how do you go about managing your day? Obviously, you've got a thousand different things on your plate, um, and time management, and accomplishing things and meeting goals uh, is highly important. So how do, you, how do you do that on a daily basis? A couple of things that are pretty important to me. Number one is Google Calendar. Um, <laughs> I've got my Google Calendar tied in with my iPhone and my iPad. And so I'm constantly getting uh, 
reminders and alerts of things I need to do and, and where I need to be. And so that, that's a good, good thing if you can stay organized and keep your calendar up to date. And secondly, I, I like to use a, uh, uh, a legal pad and keep all of the important things I need to do to-do lists on, on a legal pad in front of me. Um, but one of the biggest things that, that has been a struggle and something I've had to try to overcome, and I'm not quite there yet, but I'm getting better, is being able at the end of the day uh, things on my, my agenda, things that I wanted to get done in that day that couldn't get done, uh, being able to just set the, the pad down and walk away from it and uh, just pick it up, pick it up the next day. Um, there you I, go. I've, I've always wanted to, you know, finish out everything I had to do in a day, uh, but it's just, there's just too much these days. So I, I've learned to put things down. But that's really good because you have to have balance and especially with you hustling and doing the effing change and your family. Um, that's quite a job. Yep. So we're going to end up here with a closing question. Uh, you've been in the funeral business for over 20 years. What do you see, where do you see we're headed as funeral service providers? Well, I, you know, when, when I started, I, I used to hear the old timers talk about how much everything had changed. And uh, now I guess I'm, I can be classified as an old timer because I've seen <laughs> yeah. a whole lot of changes since I've been in it. Right. And I don't think that's going to stop. I think uh, change is inevitable, and I think the rate of change is increasing with whether it's technology or family dynamics. Um, the church has less influence in, in the funeral side of things than it used to. All kinds of different, different changes coming. So I think the biggest thing we need to realize is the days of two and three days of viewing and visitation in a copper casket for being the norm. I think those days are, are long behind us and they're not coming back. Uh, right. So I think the, the biggest thing is as we adapt to the changing marketplace and we identify areas that uh, we can be of service to families. And um, I think that's going to, going to be important. I still think, you know, well, Kana's estimating that uh, direct or not direct cremation, but cremation is going to top out about 65% in about 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to continue to, to really affect the way we do business. Right. Um, but I think that, um, you know, one of the, even though the, the traditional funeral home will still, I think have its place. Mm -hmm. I think uh, more and more people are going to be looking for the value oriented services and i think that the, the nimble and forward-thinking funeral directors are, are going to be okay as long as we stay on on top of things and, and try to um, keep keep meeting the needs of families uh, rather than just wringing our hands and, and wishing for days gone by right i don't think a strategy of is hoping that the competition is going to screw up screw up <laughs> it's going to work anymore no <laughs> not anymore well, man, we appreciate you having here. You're the epitome of effing hustle and effing sure. change. You're doing quite a bit. Um, we'll also post here at the end how to reach you on g2funeralgroup.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you for what you're doing out there because you're effing hustling and effing change of anybody I've seen out here before. Thanks, guys. Appreciate what you're doing out there. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Take Jeff, that was a, a great interview with Steve. Um, hit the nail on the head with him. I mean, the, the absolute poster boy for F and change and F and hustle. Uh, I mean, just quality guy and, and to be the father of 13 children. I mean, that's a full-time 80 hour a week <laughs> job in itself. Yeah. I mean, I, he typifies it. I think I need to get him a tattoo or something. <laughs> to 
Anyway, they all kind of go together, and I'll leave that one alone. But uh, anyway, who brought our interview segment today? You know about these guys, I think. Yeah, decent company. Uh, interview segment was brought to us by Disrupt Media. Disrupt Media is a funeral, so- funeral uh, social media agency, uh, and they brought us FuneralSocial.com last year, uh, which is a, a program specifically designed for funeral homes. Learn more at DisruptMedia.co. Cool. So let's go to our uh, funeral spotlight on the funeral director today, our FN spotlight on funeral director. Um, it's coming out of Baltimore, Maryland, and we shine that spotlight on Eric March today of Baltimore, Maryland. Eric, is uh, he was tired of seeing people in his East Baltimore community die of conditions like diabetes and hypertension, and he blamed a lot of that on lack of shopping and grocery choices in his neighborhood where he grew up. And so uh, near his funeral home location, he actually opened a, uh, a store. Uh, he and his wife, Michelle Speaks March, um, were determined to bring a new style of shopping to their Oliver, South Clifton, and Darley Park neighborhoods. They just wanted a place in East Baltimore where East Baltimoreans uh, could find foods that wouldn't undermine their health. So they don't have sugary drinks, lottery, or tobacco stuff there. They're having... Uh, really good food and great options at the apples and orange fresh market at North Avenue and Broadway. Understanding this large difference between being a mortician and running a retail store. He also knows there will be setbacks. So his wife actually interned at Eddie's market nearby to learn that business, which is really smart. Um, the venture grew out of uh, his wife's determination uh, to build up the community, which we think is fantastic. So our spotlight shines on Eric Mark, and uh, doing something special, way out, and really making a difference in this uh, community. Very interesting, Jeff. And uh, to see a funeral director, you know, typical side business for funeral homes is, is reception centers and monuments, not uh, not grocery stores. Um, but you know, a, a very needed change in that community. So uh, hats off to to Mr. March. Uh, Jeff, that was a great segment. Uh, it's time to move on to our WTF segment uh, where we know we're going to show something that's going to be talked about Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And we've got the absolute perfect sponsor for this segment, Save My Ink. So, Jeff, <laughs> what, what are we looking at? With well, I, I saw this and immediately I thought, as many people are here, what the funeral? Um, this came off an ad. It looked like off Facebook. And uh, this uh, casket peddler has a casket on sale for only $850. And um, he only is in, in really interested in serious inquiries only. So we don't want anybody making a joke about this. And I'm thinking that he said, I bought it for my BM. I think that's baby mama. Or who is that? I don't know. You, you got to help me out there. I don't get that baby one. Baby mama, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yes. And she's going to put me on child support. This is hilarious. But, you know, we wonder out here why sometimes we have issues with showing caskets in the room. This guy's got it figured out. Let's throw it up there on Facebook and do an ad for it. That's right. <laughs> uh, we see these all the time. I mean, if you look at Craigslist, there is a laundry list of people's. I, I don't know how they're getting their hands on caskets like this. Um, you know, there's there's some directed consumer shops out there where they can they can buy caskets, but you know, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, Jeff. 
Yeah, this is a definitely what the funerals are thinking about. That's right. Well, thank you to Man. Save My Ink for sponsoring our WTF segment. This week's WTF was brought to you by Save My Ink. Visit the Save My Ink team at Canna this February 2nd to the 4th to learn more about their innovative process. Save My Ink, creating innovative, everlasting memorials that tell your loved one's story. To learn more, email funeral at savemyink.tattoo. Um, we know when the WTF segment wraps up, that's the end of episode 16. What's on deck for episode 17 next week, Funeral Commander? Well, I'm really excited about it. Uh, we're going to have Michelle Richardson uh, that's going to do a big announcement about a uh, two companies with the finance and uh, payment programs here out in the funeral industry. And, of course, we'll always have a spotlight and a WTF segment. And I've got to get back. In fact, there's a local cigar store right down the street. i got to get a cigar and a drink because this is killing me here. I'm so, I feel like something's out of balance. The world's off tip. So uh, yeah, we'll be back to normal next week. <laughs> I don't know how to end the show because normally your drink's gone, the cigar's short. We don't have that this time. So I guess it's just, hey, follow us on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com slash Funeral Nation TV. Hit us up on Twitter at Funeral Nation TV or comment on our website, uh, funeralnation.tv, where you can submit WTF segment ideas as well as spotlight on the funeral director. And look, we really love the feedback. We love hearing from you. Make sure you're commenting below and engaging with us on social. If you got suggestions for the show, hit us in the comments. If you if you want to have deeper dialogue about what's going on, we really want, uh, you know, we're getting 18,000 people a week checking out the show. We really want to make sure that, that we keep that conversation going uh you know in between episodes so please engage with us uh, on our social channels in the comments on our website so uh, until next time have a great effing week out here